Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. TPV Radio, Central Texas. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Cover your cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects. And remember, you're safer at home. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by Live 365 and this station. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! What's good, radio family? The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Monday, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Friday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Loda Bar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Psalmist Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio open mic open to all pastors preachers and artists and we're going to get it in to be announced you can also catch us on live 365 24 7 just search the thomas voice radio network and you're in there walk with us family let's go at javina distributing we got your covering for your winter and summer needs. One size fits all. To order yours today, please message them on Facebook at Javina Distributing or call 616-929-2991 or 517-489-6923. Or you can order from the website www.allsports.com headgear.com and type in promo code Siron2020 to receive 20% off your purchase. Let's get it. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, 
and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majows Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Patterson, the reality, the reality coach. coach, right now on TPV Radio. Hello and welcome. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, liberating minds, transforming lives. Romans 12, 2 through 3. And do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Let's get today's show started. Everything that we do. It is in the mighty name of Jesus that I do pray. 
Amen, amen, amen. Okay. You guys. I am going to have to make some changes. I haven't even told the producer. He's probably hearing this for the first time ever. But anyway, I got appointed to planning and zoning board here in my city. And guess what? It's on Monday night from 7, starting at 7. Well, my show is from 6 to 8. So I got to work this out because God is doing some big things. He's doing some big things. I don't know what, but I'm just uh, going to start and, and, and go with it and see what I can do to keep flowing in God's grace and in his blessings and in any opportunities that he presents before me. He said, if you make one step, he'll make two. So, y'all, now I'm having to make three. I mean, come on, come on, come on, come on. But anyway, that's needless to say. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. But let me jump right into today's show. Let me tell you, if you did not see the flyer, please go to Facebook and look it up. It has on there a piggy bank with a Band-Aid and a teardrop. And it's got a shatter in it. And it's got the coin laying down underneath I'm going to tell you why I used that one, you guys. We're about to have to break out piggy banks. Your coins are no longer going to be any value. So I don't know if some of you guys, if any of you all have experienced this, I've, I've gotten feedback from some people who have experienced the fact that they go to the store, and instead of getting, as they say, run me my coins back, they're running you a coupon slip. Now, I'm going to tell y'all. Now, y'all know I'm always in the store. Something always going on with the reality because there's always an opportunity for her to have to say she loves God. You know, I can wear Christ all day long, but sometimes you've got to make sure you got them in you because you're always going to be tested. And the reality code is tested on every corner. Let me tell you, I'm back in the store again. I'm at Quick Trip. I know how much my drink is going to cost. I get it almost every other day or every day sometimes. It's a dollar and 18. Sometimes it's a dollar 40. It just depends on what they want to charge me for. So this particular day, I've got the 118. So I know I'm getting me 82 cents back. 82 cents back. So she rings my drink up and she says, I said, well, you know, it's frozen. She said, that's okay. You can have it at the, at the price of a regular drink. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm, I'm saying, oh, I've been blessed. Oh, thank you, girl. You always bless me. Any any penny any penny saved is a penny earned, according to me and my my lifestyle. So you all, I'm standing, and now, you, now mind you, Quick Trip always has a line. I'm standing in line. I'm waiting patiently. People looking at me, and I'm looking at them like, uh, well, don't get mad at me. I, I gave her my money. I'm waiting on her to give me my change. She just said next on this side, and I'm still standing there looking like, hey, uh, my chain. So finally, I just got some sense because she handed me the ticket that looks like a receipt, and they don't normally give me one, so I, I didn't even pay it any attention. I just automatically assumed, see, y'all, we got to make sure that we don't make assumptions. Not in today's time. Remember, I said it before. The reality coach said it first. We have to be concerned with everything we see and discern, um, no, be concerned with everything we see and discern everything we hear. 
So, y'all, or you can do it vice versa. Which one one works for you? Well, in this case, I had to discern what I couldn't see, and I got concerned with what I heard. So I'm standing there patiently waiting, and finally I said, uh, excuse me, um, you didn't give me my change. She was she, she was looking at me so bubbly. Oh, oh, that is your change. I said, mm, I, you know, we get, I, I, I'm going to show you. I, I looked at the piece of paper in my hand, and I'm like, my change? Say what? No, change, change makes noise. It don't crumble. Change makes clink, clink, clink. Y'all know how change sound. I didn't have it in my hand. I had a piece of paper with a code on it. So I said, excuse me? She said, oh, the Federal Reserve is not making any more coins. I said, so what? what I'm going to do? She said, oh, you just bring this back in, and uh, you can use it here at any time. And y'all... Now, y'all know this paper's thin, first of all. And you know, anytime you get a receipt, if you keep it in the sun too long, this Texas, this Texas heat, it erases it. Poof, vanish, be gone. So you mean to tell me, and, and, and you know, I, I didn't want to keep holding up the line, but I was just so, I was so floored. I didn't know what to say. And I'm trying to get an understanding because, you know, I got the, I'm concerned with what I just heard, and I'm trying to discern what I see. And... My ears and my eyes, they playing, my eyes, I think, are playing tricks on me because I'm used to coins, and I think my ears are going deaf because I don't hear no clink, clink. I hear rattle, rattle. So I said, so what if I lose this piece of paper? Oh, y'all thought I went out there? No, that's exactly how silent she was with me. And I'm sitting there like, oh, I'm waiting on my answer. So I'm sitting there waiting, waiting. She said, I don't know. That's just what they told us. But, you know, if you go ahead and, you know, turn it back in now, you you don't have to worry about losing it. I don't want nothing else now. I want my 82 cents that I was going to put in my piggy bank because I saved my coins for every every day that I get change, I take it and I throw it in my little piggy bank. And it's getting pretty full, y'all. So I'm thinking, I'm getting ready to say, well, you know, I've seen this little note on a lot of these buildings where they say, uh, bring the right change, excuse me, bring the correct change or use your debit or credit card. Now, so you already told me I got to wear this mask to come into your store in this 100-plus degree weather. Now you're telling me how to pay for the merchandise that I need to get from you. When is it going to end? When is it going to end? So now I got to, first of all, use my debit card. I don't want them knowing what I want to buy. I don't need them to know everything about me. I might want to keep something personal. I might want just a receipt. So that's my other, that's an issue. But then if I use my credit card, then who's going to get richer? The people that's charging me interest for $4. Y'all, come on now. We got to wake up, America. We got to wake up. Something's got to. Come on now. Come on now. We got to wake up. So anyway, let me bring, let me, let me, before I keep going, let me get my guest on here. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm sure my commentator, Holly Starr, I know she's on here. She's, I see her. She's faithful here every day. And I see someone else. I see one of my mentees on here. And I hope she has something to say about this because I know she can bring some insight and help try to either Keep me pumped up 
or take the pump from you. One of the two, but you know, she can take the pump for y'all. I'm gonna come on back. So, um, Chris, is Holly there? I'm here, Dorothy. Okay. Now, now you know, you and I have had our brief conversation about this. Yeah. Yeah. And. And you know you have to calm me down, Holly. You you calm me down a lot, but 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 I'm just still floored. I am still shocked. But I don't think you're gonna be too calm on this one yourself, because you know you was a little rattle to rattle your cage like mine shakes all the time. It was something. So so give me yeah. your input on. Well, I had hoped today to do a little investigating of this, and I I, I did not. So I am just uh, flying by the seat of my pants, like many of us are, because I only learned about this this weekend when you brought it out. I am hoping that the lady who was working at QT is not really the all-knowing, and that this is temporary, because I've not heard it, you know, I don't know if they're not making any coins, but the sign I saw said there is a temporary shortage of coins. So, I am hoping that it's I'm just hoping it's going to be a temporary thing because I, I like my change as much as you do. I got a jar that I throw my change into, and um, I don't want to, you know, I, I could understand if they did away with the penny or if they did away with the nickel, even though I don't want them to do that. But I don't like this any more than you do, and I'm just hoping it's temporary. And I think what we need to do is voice to these retailers, we will not uh, – We'll not shop at your establishment if you're not going to give us our change back. I don't want a piece of paper, and I'm sorry. That will be the last time I go into that store if they don't give me my change back. That's just where I stand. Okay, so, so at some point now, let's be practical here. It's right. almost like they have the upper hand because they're all going to eventually go in one direction because guess what? When they can't go to the store and get any change, then they're going to have to diversify their system and put the paper coupon in 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 the in the store. So what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? Well, I mean, it's just the place is no win. We're in a no win situation almost. It's almost like we're forced to do things that are against our will. It's like they're they're training the children up in the way that they want them to go. Not in the way that he will have us to go. He is our father. But in the way that they would have us go. See they done took the they done took the H E and put a Y and a T a T in front and a Y behind the way they want us to go. And what are we to do? What are we to do? We'll do- and Dorothy, last night, when I went to dinner and I asked this establishment if they were doing that as well, they had not heard anything about it and absolutely were opposed and said that they would not do that. Now, that's that boiling crab over there by the Kroger parking lot. They told me that, you know, they gave me my change back and, and said that they weren't going to that. And, I mean, I guess if people are forced to do it, but several, I think it's just – um. So far, it's a handful of places that are doing it. I wonder what their motive is because th- there's got to be a motive in there for them. Well, let me, in my opinion, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why that establishment could say that. Now, see, you know, I, I, I'm the reality coach, and I look at everything from a realistic standpoint. And sometimes I'm off point, but I got a valid point. I believe here, and correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, first of all, the boiling crab is not a big entity, so they can be. Correct over there boiling their pot outside by themselves and won't be missed. You you see what I'm saying? Right. 
Yeah. Now, yeah. where you get your gas and where you got to go to use the restroom sometimes and they've got them everywhere, you know, it, it, it's amazing how we have been so focused on everything going on around us, we have not paid attention. And I'm a little upset with me because I usually pay attention to everything. We should have known every time we see a big chain corporation like Quick Trip, Racetrack, they're popping up like pop tarts. We should have known that there was something because they're the ones that are doing it. I don't know if Racetrack is doing it yet, but the corporations that know that they have most of the supplies that we need, they're the ones that's going to do it. And guess what? They can put the little mom and pop, Fina, or matter of fact, you see all of Philip 66, all the, pretty much all Texaco, all the little bitty stores that used to have a little uh, shopping, shopping go and tic-tac-toe or whatever the name of the store, get, go and get it, whatever the little corner store was, you see they're slowly squeezing them out of business. So it's to the point now where they're going to control, they're going to have what they say, the controlling interest. So what are we to do? What are we going to do? We can't just say, and, and, and you know, I, I, I was suggested, hey, well, you go in there and get your drink, you drink out your drink. And tell them, you, you get the, let me give you an IOU. No, let me give you an IOU slip. Instead of you owing me 82 cents, let me owe you 18 cents. Well, that sounds good. But the problem with that is, guess what they'll do? They'll do like they did before. See, everything has been a practice run. And we're, 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 so, we're so focused on everything but what's in front of us. I mean, they, it's like. We, they keep all these distractions in front of us, and we are falling hook, line, and sinker for them. I, I, I mean, look, they, they've been doing this for a long time. And, and let me tell you how I know. Because I remember, I don't know, Holly, if you remember the neat desk. They called it a neat desk where you could take it and you can scan your receipts, scan your bills. It'll organize all your files for you. Do you remember that? Oh, yes, I remember I wanted one, but I remember that I wanted one, and I didn't get it, and I thought they were really neat and cool, but um, my, I made a living delivering the mail. I walked house to house putting letters in everybody's mailbox, and so that was a little bit of technology that seemed a little bit more advanced than I was. I was what you call blue-collar work, and, uh, and that seemed to be white-collar work in my opinion, so I didn't get one. I kind of wish I would have now because I, I think I've heard they're real expensive now. Is that true? I, I don't know. I haven't checked the price of them, but I can see, I can see, you see the pattern that they've been doing. And do you see where I say that the big entities, the big corporations that have taken the, taken the he and put T and the Y and made it they, they're squeezing out all of the ones who are there for the people who are there to try to help people. They're squeezing them out. These big corporations, they know exactly what they're doing. I mean, you think about it. You think about it. Now, here it is. They can close up a church house that is designed to help the broken people stay healed, to keep us comforted, to keep us from losing our minds, but they can keep the liquor store open that causes you, that sells you items that's going to cause you to lose your mind. Oh, my God. I don't, I, I, I don't see how we don't see this. Okay, now, you want to 
keep schools closed, but daycares of essential workers are available for their kids to go. Now, all the little children who are needing the help from the school system, whether they're getting a, a breakfast or a lunch or just someone to say that they care, just someone to smile at them, all the children who need that, can't get that because their parents are not essential workers. Say what? But you can keep a daycare open. The same steps that you take to keep the daycare open should be the same steps you keep the children circulating, keep them growing in the mind. I, uh, people, we got to wake up. Do we not see this? Everything is keeping us human. I mean, it's to the point now to where when people look at you, they, you can't even tell if they're smiling. Some people are angry. It's just, do we not see how? The mind manipulation is taking place. And, of course, I receive, Holly, I did receive, I always get, get uh, comments about anything that I usually post, and I did receive that the Federal Reserve, they're doing it because of something, I forgot what the, what the text says, but here's my thing. How are you going to keep us from getting dirty? As long as God created dirt, it's going to be here. I mean, my house gets dusty, and it's dusty now. So how am I going to stay clean? There's no way possible that money can be any more filthy than us every time we touch our steering wheel in our car, every time we touch our door in the candle to get in the car, every time we touch a doorknob, every time we touch a door to go into a place. Nothing is even, nothing is more filthier than that. Then then maybe at this particular time, you know, mm-hmm. I, I believe that we need to fight for what is right, always. And and like you do many times on such great issues, you stand up for for the oppressed and you stand up for the beaten down and you stand up for the right side. So we need to stand up for what we think is right. We need to stand up for what we think is right. But on the, on the same token, we do know money is filthy. I mean, you know, it is filthy and it's not being washed and cleaned and it's, it, it probably don't have cr- that much coronavirus on it, but it sure has a lot of bacteria on it. And at this time when we're paying attention to all the cleanliness that we've got to wash our hands and not put our hands to our face, uh, you know, maybe we need to embrace a different system. Now, I don't really care about having to pay with a card, but what would our uh, options be? I mean, money is filthy. you got a great point. What do we do about that? Do we embrace a new system? Or do we stand up and speak before Congress or, or our our state representatives and, and ask them to fight for us um, a better method for barter and trade? What, what, do you, what would you like to see happen, Dorothy? Well, let me tell you. In a perfect world, what you just said sounds wonderful. But here's what I've been running into. And you know I'm a fighter. And I do have some valid points, but the answers that I get, you just don't want to follow the law. You're just a troublemaker. Why can't you just do what the people say do? What is it going to hurt you? Well, let me tell you. Let me give you. Let me give you a, a checklist. On it may not hurt me, but let me tell you how it's going to hurt us. If it hurts me, it's going to hurt you. So let me tell you how it's going to hurt us. First of all. If we go to a a cashless society, the freedom that you have to buy whatever you choose to buy, it's no longer going to be there. I guarantee you. And let me just make it as plainly as I possibly can. First of all, 
the government spends a lot of money on Medicare and Medicaid. That's going to be the first place that it hits. And let me explain to you how. Because it is so hard. If you are a diabetic, because everything contains something good in it, we know we all like the flavor of sugar. And we know sugar hurts our glucose level if we have diabetes. That's one way. Now, if you have high blood pressure, we know salt raises the blood pressure. So let me tell you what's going to happen. With a cashless society, and you heard it here first, the reality code said it, with a cashless society, they can dictate to you exactly what you will get to purchase and what you will not get to purchase. Meaning, those trays they give people, the diabetics in the hospital, those will be the foods that you get delivered to your house. Blood pressure, when you go to the hospital and you tell me you have diabetes, those are the two that I know because the people that I know, that's what they have. Their trays are horrible. They don't get it. And the food is tasted, it's very bland, and it looks just like it tastes horrible. So that's what a cashless society will do. The government will be able to control every aspect of your life, whether you believe it or not. I'm telling you, the same way they do it in the hospital is the same way they're going to do it at your address in a cashless society. Because guess what? But you know what? I think we can do, Holly, to fix this. We can start getting healthy. We can start trying to shave money off of the Medicare and the Medicaid. We can start trying to eat a little better, you know, cut down on the spending that they're having to do for these type of programs. Now, I know that there are some cases where people just can't help it. I mean, we've got some of the most obese people in America, and I'm one too. Don't get it wrong. I, 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 I'm, I'm overweight according to what they say I should weigh. I'm overweight, but I am out riding my bike. I am out doing exercise, and I am trying to stay healthy and keep from having to get blood pressure medicine, keep from having to get diabetes medicine, because that runs in my family. So I, I say that we start now. You know, they've been trying to tell us methodically how to do this, how to combat what is to come. We've just been ignoring it. They started with the gastric sleeve, the gastric bypass surgery, the gastric sleeve, the weight loss programs, Herbalife. They've been doing it for so long that we have not paid attention. Atkins, y'all, we got to wake up. We got to do something. We got to help our government keep from putting us in a one world system. But they cannot help us if we do not help them. We get fearful of everything else. Now you got people scared to go outside because of coronavirus. But you don't. You're not scared that you. You're not scared to keep eating that big old pound cake that can take you take you out of here, put you into a diabetic coma. You're not too scared to keep eating them pork chops and eat all that salt that can make you have a, a, a heart attack, but you're scared of corona. People, come on now. Come on. Holly, what do you got to say about that? What do you think about that? Well, I, I do see your point, Dorothy, and as always, I respect your opinion, even if it is not the same as mine. I think about the coronavirus, we better be afraid of it because too many people are dying. And so instead of living in fear, we just must live with caution. And uh, 
because you can't you can't be too safe. You honestly can't be too safe. Now I'm not saying, you know, be afraid to go out of your house. Just you know, we got to do the best we can. We have to use our common sense. You talk about the sense mm-hmm. a lot, about things not making sense. Whether sometimes, sometimes, and have you noticed now at this particular political time how two different people can see the same object differently? Um, one one political person can set, make one statement in front of a million people, and one person or a million people can hear it one way. And another group of people hear it a totally different way. And so another I'm not one. one I'm not one to put all my eggs in one basket. We need to be healthy. We need to do everything we can to get through these times until our voices can be heard again. We can't go to town hall meetings anymore and stand up and talk right now because they're not open. You know, but I think that we need to stand up for what we believe, and we just have to use our common sense right now. And what makes sense to me doesn't always have to make sense to you and vice versa. We have to do what's best for us, what, what we can live with. You know, there's people right now that, that are suffering from depression because of this corona pandemic isolation that people are being put through and all the different rules and regulations and the loss of money. I do believe the coronavirus is very real. I think we do need to fear it and stay the heck away from it and do whatever we can until we get a vaccine or it runs its course and we build up some immunity as as a people. I am I am afraid of it. I am afraid of it. But as far as what we can do, my best answer is is that we just have to try to use our best common sense, do our research, don't believe everything you hear and only half of what you see. And and pray about it every single day, and because like you said last week, God's predetermined what's going to become of all of us. Uh, it's already written down in the book. So what we have to do is do His will and not our own will. We have to try to seek His will and live through this. And I think we're going to be better for it. Uh, hopefully, we'll be better for it and not broker for it, and you know, without all of our change and. And hopefully we don't lose our minds through all this. If we can, if we can just stay the course and and like you're doing, like you and I are doing, talk to people and try to stand up and and do what's right for us as people, not whether it's best for somebody who's black or best for somebody who's white or best for somebody who's rich or best for somebody who's poor, but best for all of us as. A, and I don't know what that is. Sometimes I'm a little bit more willing just to follow the rules and see how it goes. But uh, in my earlier days, I wouldn't have been so um, so easy to follow the rules. I would have I would have tried to say, "Oh no, oh you know, don't take away my rights to make a decision for myself. I don't want people making decisions for me. I'm a grown woman. I want to make my own decisions." But that's all I got for right now. Take it, Coach. Okay. Well, let me say this now, people. Please understand this. I am not saying do not. Take Corona serious. I did not say that. So let me, if if that is the indication that you're getting, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is don't take Corona so seriously you forget about the other thing that's lurking in the shadow. Right, right. Like like Holly Starr just said, depression is real. People are losing their minds in their household. Right there where they're protected from Corona, but they ain't protected from their own minds. I mean, come on now. 
Sorry, I got all these different songs going on. But uh, people are losing their own minds right in their own homes. And and, 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 and and it's sad. It is really sad. It's sad. And that's all I'm saying. Pay attention to what's going on. Don't get so sideswiped so you don't see the harm that's sitting right in your household. And just remember, if you are going to, if you, excuse me, if you are going to pass, there's no way to determine it. All I'm saying is that the same thing that they had, let me let me say it this way. The reason why I'm just, um, I'm always on, on, on to things that are different and I have a difference of opinion is because it don't make good sense and it don't make common sense. It's some nonsense somewhere in between. So all I'm saying is that we have, and I saw this on a flyer, and someone sent it to me, and I was like, wow, that is, that, that's so true. We have the world's deadliest virus that has hit the countries, not just country, countries, in a long time. And all we have to protect ourselves is a thin little piece of cotton fabric. But to protect against asbestos uh, in the coal mine to protect against inhaling ashes and fumes, they got a real mask. They really protect it. So my thing is, it's just something to make you become aware. That's all I do, you guys. All I'm doing is trying to liberate the minds of people in order to transform your life. I'm trying to help people see things from a different perspective, not saying that I'm right, by no means. Because everybody can have, like Holly Starr said, Two people can say the same thing and people will receive it a whole different way. And that's all I'm saying. Look at things from different perspectives. You guys and people, girls, guys, men, women, children, black, white, uh, Spanish, Chinese, Vietnamese, whatever, Japanese, whatever you are, whatever nationality you are, pay attention. Stop letting the smoke cloud the vision. Pay attention. That's all I'm saying. Warning always comes before destruction. That's biblical. It ain't going nowhere. The one book that has remained the same. People say that the word of God is this, the word of God is that, but it is the only book that can predict something, and it may not happen tomorrow, but you can best believe it does exactly what it says in Isaiah 55 and 14. His word will not come back void. Maybe 55 and 11. His word will not come back void, but it's 55. It won't come back void. It's going to do what it was sent out to do. So let me tell you, the same way chickenpox came, the same way the flu came, the same way syphilis, herpes, uh, uh, leprosy, like someone pointed Polio. out on the last show. Remember? Polio. Polio. None of this is Parkinson's disease. None of these disease, life debilitating diseases are new. It ain't nothing new under the sun. If God made a way then, he'll make a way now. That's all I want people to understand. God ain't dead. He's yet living. And he's not going nowhere. He's got us. 
All we have to do is have that faith of the mustard seed. That's all I want people to understand. Do not live in fear because God is not giving us a spirit of fear, First Timothy 1 and 7, but a sound mind. Sound mind. And churches now, you can still listen to them, but now you got to study as according to Timothy 2, 15 states. Study now to show your own self-approved so you can rightfully divide the word according to how God gives it to you. Get in there and start studying. And stop while you're sitting in the house. Get the word of God. Because Philippians 4 and 8, if you think on things that are pure, think on things that are good, God will give you good things to think on. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying Corona's not real. Never will I say that. I don't even know if I'm asymptomatic or even if I have it. But what I am saying, my God is bigger. That's what I am saying. And my God is a healer. My God is a mind regulator. My God can do all things. All things. All things. Not some. All things. But it's according to my faith. And it's according to how I believe. And if he don't, I'm good with that too. Because like Paul says, whatever state. I'm in. Therefore, will I be content? Because I know God has me. If he can take care of the Hebrew boys in the fire furnace, he got me. If he can help David defeat Goliath, he's got me. If he can save Noah, the only one that knew it was going to rain and nobody believed him, and at the end of the day, at the end of it all, Noah and his family were set, he got me. He got me. If he can cross the Red Sea, he got me. If he can turn a stick into a snake, he got me. He can turn water to wine, he got me. If he can take five fish and two loaves of bread, he got me. I mean, five loaves of bread and two fish. I'm sorry. He's got me. He got me. And if he ain't got me, he's coming to get me, one of the two. Either he got me, he's going to come get me. And either one, I'm fine with either one. Believe me, I'm fine with either one. Do you understand what I'm saying? Either he got me or he's coming to get me. So whatever my father does, I'm all right with it. Amen, That's sister. all I'm That's all I'm saying, Holly. He got you. And if he don't got you, he's coming to get you. So you can be happy and fine whatever's going on. We all right with it. I sure do like that word. I tell you what, you just changed the way I'm, you just put a pep in my step tonight because that's exactly right. Rather than worrying about the change, because we have no control over that right now. Rather than worrying about the virus, because we have no control over that right now. We could just absolutely take pleasure and give thanks for what we do have. Even the people in the worst of shapes right now have something that they can give thanks for. Like, you know, I'm, I can be thankful that I'm not going to get evicted because I own my house. You know, I can be thankful that I've got food in my refrigerator. I, it might not be the food I want every day, but I have plenty of food. I'm not going to go hungry by any means. I can be thankful for that. I can be thankful that I have a vehicle. It's not the prettiest or the best, but, man, some people out there don't have one. So, yeah, we do. We just need to look at what we have 
during these times, and instead of worrying about the things that we cannot control, let's just stop and find the things that we do have to be so thankful for that will make the complaining on my part stop. That's for sure. Um, that's I thank you for saying that tonight, Dorothy. Thank you. That wasn't me, honey. It's nothing but the Lord. It's all His. It's all for His purpose and His glory. And let me tell you. And another thing. That's why I do. I do certain shows. The last show. Remember when I did a show entitled "Finding the Beauty Within the Beast"? Y'all, we are facing a beast right now. But the beauty within this beast is our Father. He controls the houses and the land. He's got it all under control. He's got us. And if he ain't got us, he's going to come get us. So we all right either way. We all right. It's going to be all right. It's all good. So y'all, It's actually a win-win situation no matter what happens. Even if, even if for something happens and we lose our walk on this planet, we know that we have everlasting life through Jesus Christ. So it's a win-win thing. We're not... We're not perishing. Our bodies may die, but we are not perishing. That's right. And let me tell you, Holly, how I can backdoor, how I can, and you know how I can stand so strong in my faith, y'all? I mean, and I bring this up often. My son was murdered in November of 2017. And I was in my emotional state because to lose your child to, to, to lose your child to a natural cause, but let's know somebody taking his life. That's, that's hard. So I'm in my feelings. I'm sitting there. I'm just, oh, I'm just like, Lord, have mercy. Why you take my baby? Why? Why? What? what, what? I, I know you're doing everything you say, dude, but you took my baby. Do you know, Holly, I'm laying in my bed, and I'm stirred up, and I look at the foot of my bed, and there stands my son. And let me tell you, he had a beautiful smile living. The smile was intensified to a level I can't even describe. The glow on him, I can't even describe how beautiful he looked. I got, let me tell you, I, if that's how leaving here going to make me come back and that's how that's going to make me look in my spirit, I'm ready. Because let me tell you, the way my child looked in front of me, he was so beautiful. I, the skin was like, it was like he was a baby in a grown body all over again with a beautiful I, I can't even describe it. And it was like a light all around him. And some people may not believe this because, you know, I used to not believe a lot of things. But let me tell you, when you go to judging other folks and saying stuff, God will put you in that position so you can see it for yourself. Now, this is something that I witnessed with my own two self eyes, not somebody else's Dorothy, eyes. Dorothy yes. you and I have this in common. A lot of our listeners may not know, but I also have lost a son to murder. Uh, He was murdered on July 3rd of 2003, and uh, he also made his appearance to me one time. One time. I woke up in the hospital, and I don't know. And he was beautiful. He um, originally been covered with tattoos when he passed, but when he came to me at my hospital bed, um, he didn't have any tattoos. His skin was beautiful, and he looked me straight in the eyes. I mean, straight in the eyes. I don't know how. I've never had another uh, another visual like that. You know, I've had dreams, but I've never had a visual that was was so real. And I'm not sure 
that God took them, Dorothy. God took them when the other people had their will. I don't think it was God's will that they that they be murdered. That was the will of the the perpetrators. But then God took control and did take take them home. You know, He took them home. But I, I don't. I find it real hard to believe that it was God's will and plan for my son to be murdered in such a violent way. And um, I, I I don't know how to say that any different. I don't really want any feedback on it. I just don't feel like well, that. Let um, me tell you. That wasn't God. Let me tell you what I do know, Holly. Let me tell you. How you feel about this is how you feel about it. Let me tell you what I do know. And those that want to call me and say something, come on with it. I'm ready. The reality folks don't have no problem. Let me tell you what I do know. I know for a fact the Holy Spirit came to me on Thursday morning at 717. I had just dropped some children off at the school. The Holy Spirit came and sat in my car. That in my car, and I, I, you can people can say what they want to say because I live this. So you ain't got to believe it. I know what the Father told me. The Holy Spirit came in my car and said to me, just like I'm talking now, write your pack your son's things and write him a farewell letter. And just like I'm looking in this camera right now, I looked at that seat and I said, no. I wept and I wept and I wept. I mean, I cried like my son was already gone, but he was still living. I got home and I got people that can attest to this. I got here to my house and I told my friend that was sitting here. I she came in, she saw my eyes were bloodshot red. She said, "What is wrong?" I said, "My son ain't gonna live much longer. He's not gonna live much longer. He's going to die." I told my son that same night around 7-something, son, God came to me in 07 in a dream. He came three times in a dream. The first time in the dream, my son was dead, and I knew it because he was 6'5", and he was laying on the floor and on the, on the ground dead. And me and his brother was in so much pain. I said, Father, I can't take that. I woke up. I went back to sleep. In this dream, surrounded by Mesquite Police Department, looking for my child. I woke up. Three days later, I'm outside cutting my grass. Lo and behold, I'm surrounded by the police department, just like my dream. So fast forward. In 2017, I told my son then, I said, let me help you, son. I told him before it happened on Saturday morning, before he went to prison, I said, son, let me help you now. Because whatever you're going to do, I'm not going to be able to help you. Okay? Oh, mama, gone on. That was his favorite thing. Gone on. I ain't, I ain't worried about God. God ain't, I ain't worried about When he said that in 07, I knew then my child's time here was limited if he didn't change his way. I wept then. And I looked at his brother and my sister and my friend, and I said, y'all, let's go. He's determined. Ain't nothing I can do but pray that God has mercy on me. So fast forward back to 2017. That Thursday night, I'm standing in my living room, in the center of my living room. My boyfriend is here, and my son is here. And I looked at my son, and I'm telling y'all, I saw death. I saw it on my child. And I told him with tears in my eyes, baby, God said, you ain't going to be able to put me through nothing else. Let mama help you. Let mama help you, please. Let me help you. What is it that I need to do for you? You know what he told me? Gone on, mama. 
I looked at my friend and I said, he's not going to live much longer. It's a matter of time. Saturday morning, Holly, and I'm only sharing this because I want people to know, y'all can say what you want to say. When somebody say that they saw somebody and they look beautiful or whatever, they, I know, I know. So then that Saturday morning, I told his daughter's mother, I said, he ain't going to live much longer. I went and told my son's wife, be strong for your husband because his brother ain't going to live much longer. Tuesday, November 7th, I'm sitting at the elections department. My stomach gets this pitiful pain that I can't even describe in it. My son called me before the pain came. My son called me at, it was like 5.45. I talked to him. No, it was about 5.15. I talked to him, and he asked me to check on something and call him back. All of a sudden, I had taken my time because I'm working, and now I take my And all of a sudden, I got this piercing pain in my stomach. And I frantically started dialing his number back to back, back to back. I knew then my son was gone. I told my boyfriend, no, he's gone. But I kept hope alive because as long as I could hear his phone, his voicemail come on because he knew. And I knew when my son didn't answer me, I don't care whatever he was doing, he, even if he just had to click on say, I'm all right, hang up on me. I was fine with that because I knew what was going on. God had already warned me. Warning always comes before destruction. So he never did pick up his phone. And when it went silent and it started going to voicemail, I knew then. I knew. I knew, I knew, I knew. So fast forward the next day. I go to the police department. And I tell the woman who says she's a child of God, and I'm going to tell you, I can only go by what you say when you tell me you love the Lord. I'm only going to go by what you say. But then your work going to tell me how real you really are. So I'm sitting there, and I said, I went to her just like I said, the Holy Spirit told me to come down here and see if you can find my child in a hospital. I didn't say in jail. I said in a hospital. She told me to keep the faith. Don't worry. Oh, I know when the Holy Spirit, but she never put one thing on a key to see anything. So guess what? I go back home. The next day, I go back. Nothing. I already knew. At 7.38, here in my house, my doorbell rings. I have a friend sitting in the chair. And I look at her, I said, not today, Jesus, not today. She looked at me like I was crazy, and she can attest to this. I said, no, not today. So I go to the door, and I don't see the police officer behind the man in front of me. I just see a man in a white shirt, but I already knew. And I opened the door said, no, not today, and slammed it back like I'm normal, like it's normal for me to do this. But then when I saw the detective the detective was in front, but then I saw the police officer in the Dallas Police Department uniform. I knew then. I let out the most gut-wrenching scream. I fell in the floor. I did not want them in. They had to push to get into the door. But I'm just telling you all of this to know that God always prepares you. You just got to pay attention. And when you hear the voice of the Lord, no matter how you don't want to hear it, accept it, or deal with it, pay attention. 
because he comes. So I'm telling you, honey, I know what you're saying. When you say that your baby was a beautiful color, a beautiful color, a tattooless color, I know that. I know that beauty. I've seen it with my own son. And I'm telling you right now, that's why I said I'm all right. Either God got me or he's going to come get me. Either one, I'm all right because I've seen the beauty in, the, in both of them. Saying what I have had to endure and still giving God the glory, y'all better know that it takes some faith. And those of you who know my story, y'all know that this ain't nothing but God. This ain't nothing but faith in the flesh. Faith in the flesh. And I'm still going to praise you. I'm still going to say, yeah, Lord. I'm still going to say, yet though they prosecute me and despitefully misuse me, I'm still going to praise them. Even though they tell me I can't go outside, I'm still going to praise them. Even though they tell me I got to beware of Corona, I'm still going to praise them. Because my father has not given me the spirit of fear. And I will fear nothing. Because like I said, either he going to come get me, and if he don't come get me, I know he got me. And that's the faith that God needs his warriors to have. You can't be no lollipop people. You can't be on the field with a lollipop. You got to get you the, the helmet of salvation. Oh, let me, y'all know I get to preaching. I ain't no preacher, but you know I, I can't say a few things. Let me, Tyler, we got some, we got some callers on the line, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. Come on, Chris. Let somebody come on and talk. Let them come on and talk. I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, y'all, who, who's on the phone, Chris? I'm sorry. No problem, Coach. All right, the first number for security purposes, we'll only leave, read the last four digits. So 9514-9514, you are on the air with Dorothy Patterson, a reality coach. God bless you. Hi, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Hello? Well, hello and welcome to the show. How are you? I am awesome. Thank you for calling. Oh my goodness! So you've been listening so far. So what do you what what, what do you have to bring to the to the table? Come on with it. Well, I've heard you um, a, a lot of things, and um, I thought that the show tonight was about. Um, and don't misunderstand me. I'm all about your loved ones, and I'm all I've 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 lost plenty, but I thought it was about um, the no change. So mm-hmm. it I is. Live in, it, it, I live in the middle of nowhere, down by the border of Mexico, and um, I go into my H-E-B the other day, and they're like, they've got signs everywhere that says, exact change. I said, what are you talking about? What mm-hmm. do you mean? Like, I, I, I don't always have exact change. I got cash, but I don't always have exact change. But my thing is, so they want, here's how I feel. They want you to use your credit card, because, you know, all of that can be tracked. They know where you're at. They know where you've been. It's a timeline. It's everything that should not, they should not have access to, but guess what? They do. So my first, my first time, the first time that I had to experience it, and I've already heard it because I listened to you, Dorothy. I, I watched you on Facebook on occasion, and I hadn't even experienced it yet when you said, guess what? They gave me a receipt. I was like, no, that's not true. Well, it was like the very next day, I go to this little ATB in this little stinky little town where ain't nobody anywhere. And they want, they've got a big old sign that says exact change. I'm like, are you kidding? And they're like, no, you know, there's a shortage. Well, there's no shortage. There's really not a shortage. (laughs) No, you know, the, um, 
the, 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 you know, they are actually making coins. And I understand the, the fact that, um, you know, that there's not a lot of businesses open and everything, but that's all about the government. <laughs> you know, it's all about control. So the Federal Reserve mm-hmm. is actually circulating coins. You know, the U.S. Mint is, is like, it's, it's, they're doing like, they're producing 100, uh, 1.6 billion coins last month. And they're, you know, which is, they usually do a, a billion. And now they're doing 1.6 billion. But for me, you know, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but I can't help it. Why do they want to know where we're at every second of the day, where we get our gas, where we spend our money, where we go to the grocery store, where we go shop? That's what I'm feeling. So for me, it's, um, it's a little bit more than that. It's more about control. How do you feel about that? Well, Mahalisa, you know, um, I'll let you answer that first. And thank you, Carla. You, you are so on point, according to me. Now, me and you on the same page. We, we, we see an eye to eye on some things. But I'll let Holly give her feedback on that first, and then I'll give you my opinion. Holly, start going. Okay, thank you. Okay, okay. Hi, tell me your name, caller. Um. My name is Rachel. Okay, Rachel, thank you. You don't have to. I was just wanting to be personal and call you by name, Rachel. Okay, my opinion is uh, I agree. There's no way there's a coin shortage. How could there be? What happened? Did the Wells Fargo truck get lost? I mean, no, I don't believe there's a coin shortage either. And I do believe um, maybe they are wanting to track us or, you know, find us. I'm not certain why. Uh, that they that they want to track us. I'm not certain why. I don't want to speculate, but I think you probably have some very valid and reasonable uh, thoughts here. I just don't see that. I'm not going to swear to it. I, I haven't seen the data, and I don't know why, but I don't believe there's a coin shortage. I agree with you on that. Go ahead, Dorothy. Well, then let me tell you. Now, you right on point, caller. Let me tell you why. Because they have what they call now COVID, no, excuse me, con Tracking, tracking. They have a job now where you can be a contact tracker. You can track people. You can actually get a job where you can call and make sure that those people are doing what they're supposed to do. And if they're supposed to be quarantined in the house, you have the authority to make sure that they stay in the house. That is your job, to make sure if they need food, they need clothes, whatever they need, that is your job make sure that they get it and they do not leave their house. Do you all not see what I'm saying? I'm telling you, it's real. This is all about control. Go ahead. I think it's all about control. I think it's all about control, obviously. So we've known for years and years and years that anybody can track you. I mean, if, if like, somebody kidnaps somebody or whatever, they can track you with your credit card. So we've already known that. So now, but it wasn't a big deal. I've always loved to pay for cash. I hate you know, using my credit card. I hate using my debit card. I, it's not my thing. I like my cash. I don't, uh, you know. But all of a sudden, we have to have the exact change. And here's my deal. I have the exact change. I carry change all over with me because I save my money. I save my pennies. I save my nickels, dimes, quarters, all that. But to have them in my purse, in my wallet, it's very heavy. So every once in a while, I do pay with my credit card. You know, because, like, I will pay gas and I will pay my, um, my groceries. But everything else, 
let's just say I want a glass of wine. I'm going to go pay for cash. If I want to go buy stuff for my niece or my son or my nephew, I will pay for cash. I'm going to wherever store I'm going to. But now they're making it difficult. And I believe that they're making it difficult for a reason. I just do. I just think that they want to know your every move. And let's call it a conspiracy because that's how I feel. Because the Federal Reserve well, is still making coins, and everybody knows it. So they're closing the businesses because they chose to close them off. <laughs> you know, I understand well, why, but still, it's just too much. It, it, it is. And, Carla, I agree with you 100%. I don't know, the, I don't know all the details. But I do know that the devil is in these details. The devil is somewhere in there, and we as believers have to figure something out. We, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. But, you know, I don't mind them keeping up with me because guess what? I'm not getting ready to do anything that they, can, they can't harm me. Now, they may take me from here, but if they take me, that means God came and got me because they can't just take me. It has to be God allowing it to happen. So if they take me, God came and got me. So, y'all, I'm just telling you. I'm good either way. I know he's he, 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 he got me. Well, or he, or all I'm saying here. is and I, that I'm asking for everybody to pay cash. Take your money out of your piggy bank. Take your change out of your car. Go inside and pay cash because they don't want you to do that. They really don't. This is another controlling factor of the government. And like, I can't even go into you know, about the president because I don't believe in him. So that's all I'm going to say about that. He's not my favorite. Don't like him. Don't like anything about him. Don't believe in him. He doesn't read anything that comes across his, you know, his desk. You know, he makes decisions off the top of his head and does, he's not a politician. So my thing is, is this is all good with him. He doesn't give a crap. It doesn't even matter. But to me, as a citizen of the United States, I don't want you to know my every move. And as a matter of fact, you shouldn't have to know my every move. But if you pay with a credit card, they know your every move down to the time, down to the second that you make that, con- that, that transaction. They know everything. They can track you. They can keep you. They know where you're at. And this coin shortage is, is just crap. Well, well, thank you so much, Carla. And I tell you what, I, I, I mean, you've given us all a different way of looking at things. Like I said, we don't necessarily have to always agree, but I tell you what, there are some things in there that I agree with on with you, and I thank you for calling and sharing, and you keep that light going, and you keep liberating minds, and hopefully we can transform some lives. Thank you for calling in, and trust thank me, you. you've given us all things to think on. Thank you so much. Hey Dorothy, I've got to say I got to say something here before I lose it. What is a if they made us go to the the cashless? Um, what, you know, everybody has to pay with cards, and they do away with cash. What's that going to do to the drug dealers? <laughs> are they just going to um, transfer their cash? You know, are, are they going to Venmo for the drug dealer? How's the drug dealer going to get get by if we don't have cash? I just thought that was funny. I'm well, sorry. they've been getting by. They they've been getting by with it for a long time. I don't know what they're gonna do, but I don't want to find out. Cause see, that means I'm stepping into some. Now I'm stepping into some deadly water over there messing with that business. So I'm gonna stay over here in this lane, over in this little lane. So we just gonna keep we gonna keep it real. We're not gonna go worry about what they're trying to do. We better stick with well, what we're worried about. 
going to control our oh, food. We can't. Now, well, hold on a minute now. We heard the president yesterday say that, that he's still trying to fight this war on opiates. You know, so what's maybe this is part of their plan to uh, know what the drug, you know, if, if drug dealers are forced to have to use their own cash cards to transfer money to pay for their drugs. Maybe this has something to do with their reasoning. I don't know. I mean, it's just a thought. But there, there is a huge war on drugs going on right now called an opiate crisis that never went away. And I don't believe the, I don't believe the president's made it one bit better. But he claims that we're spending $600 billion to fight it. And uh, I don't think that's cash. So, um, you know, that's interesting. Hmm. Well, okay. Well, that's another. Hey. It's on the table. Somebody can ask some questions about that. We welcome them. I don't know, and and all I know is that no. That, let me tell you what I do know. Evil is gonna forever be here. It ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. Evil's gonna be here. So no matter what the government tries to do or how to get evil, it's not going anywhere. Okay. Somebody has their microphone on, and I hear some kids in the background. I'm not sure, but if you could just mute yourself, that would be so. So wonderful. Are your TV up loud? Might be me. I don't have no TV on, but it, I, you, you know, what I don't mean? What mean? Well, you know, I'm known for it. I, I mean, I'm known for doing something. But anyway, all I'm saying is that I'm going to stick to what I know I can try to fight. And the, that, that, that cartel stuff and all that, I don't know much about it, but I do know it's real. I do know. Now, that I know is real. So, needless to say, next caller, Chris, please. All right, we have caller 8829-8829. You are on the air with Dr. Patterson, the reality coach. God bless you. Hey, Ms. Dorothy, how are you? This, this, this is Sly Guy. Hey, Sly Guy, what's <laughs> going on? I just wanted to say your hair looks awesome, and you're absolutely beautiful, oh. so... Thank you. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. There's been so many different topics tonight. And um, uh, I want to comment on so many of them. But I want to go back to the COVID part of it, where it all started. Okay. Well, okay. okay it, I, I guess it started with change, but that's a whole different subject. But anyway, back to the COVID thing. I'm thinking God told us to wear a freaking mask. Because I am so sick and tired of people thinking they're Mr. Macho or whatever, walking around, doing this and that, whatever, and like, oh, well, you know, it ain't going to affect me and this and that. Look at the United States. Look at all the places that are closing down again. And all this, swallow your pride and wear a damn mask. It's not that freaking hard. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, that's because I, I well, was at I was at Walmart. No, I was at well, Walmart. Got, they're not gonna have a choice. They're not gonna have a choice. They don't have to wear it anyway, or they won't get in. Well, no. The, the thing, the Some thing people seem to me, be immune to it. No, the thing that irritates me is I went to Dollar Tree and I went to Ace Hardware. They all have these big signs on the on the door saying, "You must wear a mask." Or you cannot shop. Both places I went to, there was at least 
two, maybe three shoppers in there with no mask. And I felt sorry for the cashiers or, or whomever, but it's like, if you have a sign up there saying no mask, no entry, they need to be kicked out because this, we're not going to get over this unless everybody, unless everybody agrees and everybody works together and don't be so macho about it. I mean, this guy just ran a freaking marathon with a mask on and he was like, it's fine. You know, it, it's, it, it's like, it, it's like, it's like, come on, it's, it's, it's common sense. I mean, God is telling us, I think that's his sign is telling us, okay, wear a, wear a mask. Unless you want this to get really, really bad. And that's what I'm seeing for the future is it's getting really, really bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But, uh, but, but the only difference is, is I just want to know what's the real reason for it all. What's behind it all. But we'll find out. What do you mean? What do you mean, Dorothy? What do you mean? What's the reason? What do you mean about the reason? Yeah. What's the what, what's the real what's the reason behind all of this control stuff? I mean, I I, I get no, it. It's, you it's, the, it's it's to save your life. It's to save my life. It's to save my mom's life. It's to save everybody. You know, it, it it's it, I I don't understand. It's like somebody posted this stupid crap the other day on Facebook, and they're just like you know, touting about, oh, I ain't wearing masks, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, fine. I'm like, that's your right. You think we're taking your rights away. Well, why is it that you're taking my rights away? You're going to kill me. You're going to kill my mom. You're going to kill your mom. You're going to kill somebody else's grandma. I'm like, it's proven that masks help. Okay, granted, they're not 100% effective, but, you know, it's just, it, guy, it, it just it just really just really frustrates me that people are so you know I don't want to name call or anything but people are so ignorant to the fact that yes and being resistant and, I, I'm agreeing with this caller very much because we know exposure is real yeah. if you're exposed you will get you will catch something if it's contagious you might you might be you know resistant you might have a really good uh, constitution, but most, you know, if you are not exposed, then you can't catch it. If you're not exposed, exposure is the thing. So possibly the money thing and the mass thing are, are the the control is is to help us. You know, maybe maybe Sly guy here has really good. Uh, well, the other the other thing that really frustrates me as well is that people always say. Oh well, I have this condition where I can't wear a mask and blah 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 blah. Okay, well if it's that bad, I will go shopping for you. I will go buy your groceries. Amen. Then you stay if it's that at home. bad, stay home. Stay home. I'm Amen. like, if you cannot wear a mask for a half hour, you know that. I mean, look at look at the doctors and the nurses. You know, our our frontline people. I mean, they wear masks all day long. I'm like, okay. it's not that now, I, big I, of an inconvenience. Okay, I agree with what everyone is. I agree with you all, but I also agree with people have a right to make their own choices. If they want to break well, the law, let me let the <laughs> law deal with them. You don't have if the right want, to get people sick. No, you don't have a right to but, hurt people. You don't. They there's have a lot right, of things. They, okay, but here's the thing. Right that to, they, have a, they have a right to make their choice, but they don't have a right to make my choice. 
Well, you made your choice by wearing your mask. So you made well, your they choice. Made, they made all their I'm choice. Is, all, all I'm they is made, they, they made their choice by not wearing their mask to infect me, is all I'm saying. Well, we have to I work hear, together. Not, we have I, to work together or it's not, it's not going away. I hear you. I hear you. However, we still have to understand that people people have, don't have a right to do a whole lot of things that they do, but they do it. And all we have to do is understand that people are going to make choices according to how they feel. You make a choice how you feel, a lot of people make choices on how they feel. We cannot take that freedom away. That's what this country is all about. It's about freedom. You have the right to do what you want to do. If you want to break the law, then they're going to have to put a law in place when they start fining people for not doing what they're supposed to do. When they start doing that, then that's when we can. That's when things will change. But until then, I can't. They may have their reasons for not wearing their mask. I can't say why they're not wearing their, their mask. All I can do is know that when I want to go into this store, I put my mask on. I do what the laws of the land say do. I don't want to wear a mask. I don't think I, I don't want to wear a mask. But I'm obeying the law because I'm a law-abiding citizen. That's what they're saying I have to do. But until no, and I, do, I, I totally agree. But when you start infringing on my rights because you think you have right, not not you, you as in you, but oh, <laughs> I mean I you as in. But, but what I'm trying when, to get when you I'm start infringing on my rights, then that's when I get but really. What I'm trying to get frustrated. you to understand what. What I'm trying to get you to understand is that your right is no different from their right. They have a right to do what well, they want no. to do. Well, no, when it, when it comes to life or death, when it, no, well, no, 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 no. When it comes to life or death, that's, that's uh, you what, know, that, what I'm that's. Saying, what I'm saying to you is, what I'm saying to you is, I hear what you're saying. I get it. I totally understand where you're coming from. I don't feel as though, I, I promise you, I wouldn't put your life in danger because, I go and I obey the laws of the land. And if I'm around, like, example, the lady that was in Walmart, I'm sitting there saying, excuse me, ma'am, I've got my mask on. She didn't hear me. I have to put my mask away right. from from my face, pull it away so she could hear me. And the minute I did that, she's frantic. But you just couldn't yeah. hear me with my mask on. But now all of a sudden you can hear me and you're frantic. Well, sweetie, I don't know what else to do. So all I'm saying is people are going to do what they want to do. Do I feel it's right for people to break the law? Absolutely not. But I do know that people have that choice. They have that right. That It's not right. That doesn't make it right, but they got that right. People break the law every day. They're always going to say, we break the law speeding. We're not supposed to speed, but we do it. All I'm saying is that it doesn't make it right. And until something is put into effect to where we can enforce it, then, I mean, we just got, we, 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 I, I cannot stress myself. I don't want anyone stressing themselves over something they can't personally change. All we can well, do is do what we can do to do right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. We're stressing up who's not doing this. Okay, do what you can do for you so you can keep yourself healthy living a little longer. Because when you get to worry yeah. about other people, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Because people well, don't do I it. Guess, and you know, I got people do things just to be mean. They just do things to be mean. <laughs> Obviously, I've been attacked enough. So, <laughs> well, not, not, by, not by you, but just in general. But um, <laughs> just because of my viewpoints. But um, if we don't work together, 
the shit ain't going to change, you know, and it's like, you know, we are as weak or we are as strong as our weakest link is what I'm trying to say. And there's a lot of weak links out there. That makes perfectly good sense. You're absolutely right. We're as strong as the weakest link. And and, and the good thing, Sly Guy, we don't have too many weak links. We got a few of them. But we don't have that. We don't have a whole bunch of them. We've got some, and we just got, you know, we just got to find a way to encourage them. Look, I know you don't want to wear a mask. I don't either. But can we just do it You're, so that way we can get past this phase? You know what I'm saying? Maybe we can start saying that to some people. You, you ever been to Nebraska? Huh? Have you ever been to Nebraska? No, I have not. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, okay, yeah, we 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 got a bunch of weak links here. <laughs> oh well, I'm so sorry. Well, we 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 well, I guess I guess Dallas area is so widespread, we can't see all the weak links, but we got some. We have some, but for the most part, I think people are doing what they want to do. But all I'm saying to you is, yeah, you have your voice is too nice, and we want to keep you around, and we don't want you to stress yourself over people not doing what they're supposed to do. And we know they're going to do it. Some people do it just to be mean and evil and ugly and nasty. We're not going to worry about them. What we're going to do, we're going to keep wearing our masks. And by the time we get enough people wearing masks and they start getting a bunch of people looking at them like, look, we don't want to wear our masks either, but you better go home and get that mask. Or go back to your car or your cash or your luggage or wherever you got that mask. Matter of fact, here, take this one. Put this on. Still there? Go ahead, Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, well, thank you for taking my call. Um, <laughs> love your show. I'm going to keep you. tuning in. So, um, thank you, Sly Guy. As always, you always bring some enlightenment to the show, and I just thank you so much. And you're right. We're going to keep encouraging people to wear their masks. But at, in the meantime, in between time, guess what we're going to do? We're going to keep our masks on when we go out That's in right. public. But we're not going to stress right. over those that don't want to do right, because guess what? At the end of the day, we got to worry about our health. Because stressing over them, we already got enough stress. We don't have to stress over somebody not wearing that mask. We got ours on. Together we are strong. That part. That's it. That's all. All right. Thank you, my God. I appreciate you. Have Have a good evening. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right, Coach, we got one more caller on the line. Five. Two two one five two two one. You are on the air with Darcy Patterson, the reality show. Here she goes. That's the firecracker. Hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Holly, are you there? Holly, are you still with us? Go ahead. Go ahead, Firecracker. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry about that. Yes, I'm okay. here. Okay, Miss Firecracker. Miss Firecracker, Miss Firecracker, what do you have to say? Well, first of all, I'd like to make a comment on the uh, fly guy, what he had to say about uh, and how upset he was about people not wearing their masks. Um, everybody is not a law-abiding citizen. Never have mm-hmm. been, never will be. Uh, they have seatbelt laws in place. And if you see somebody driving around without a seatbelt, do you stress out and say, oh, you ain't got no seatbelt on. They don't have a seatbelt on. 
what can you do? When the police catch them, they'll get a ticket. Um, just there's a merit of things that people don't follow the law. Oh, he ran the red light. He That's his right to take that chance. No, he shouldn't run the red light and put somebody else's life at risk. But what can an individual do? We that believe in abiding by the law only can abide by the law and trust God for the rest because God did tell us to obey the laws of the land. Now, who that has never, ever broken the law, speeding or nothing, cast the first stone? So that's that being said is worry about your mask. If you see somebody without a mask, clearly you might say that you know you didn't have your mask, but I wouldn't advise anybody to confront anybody that don't have a mask. because I'm sure they pretty much know that they don't have a mask on. I have gotten out of my car and got to the door, see the sign, said, oh, shoot. And I turn around and go back. But most people know when they don't have a mask on. So I'm going to say like the kids said, Mind your business. Like these young folks say, mind your business. Because when people are defiant what? against the law, they, I mean, that that is their right. That, that That's their right. Then they have to suffer the consequences when they're caught. But I really wanted to talk on this, <clears throat> these, these coins. I encountered that, it's been about three weeks ago. I went to Quick Trip, bought a dollar and seven cent drink, and gave the lady two dollars. And she was calling for the next customer. And I was like, "Excuse me, excuse me, ma'am, you owe me uh ninety three cent. Oh, we're not giving out no change. You read signs on the door." I was like, "No, y'all got all kind of advertising signs and all kind of signs on your door, but I regard I need my change." We don't have any change, ma'am. I said, so you telling me now one person all day long have came in and gave you a nickel, a dime, a pen, or, or what? I can see if you say we are not accepting change. Y'all are accepting change but not giving change out. That just doesn't quite make sense to me. If you're not going to be able to give it out, you shouldn't accept any either. I can put in any case, you're going to have to do something. Give me a dollar and then... Yeah, next time I come, I give y'all some cents. So then she's like, uh, "Print me a, a slip that says a credit for ninety-seven cents." And I'm looking like, "Really?" I said, "Well, I tell you what, y'all think I ain't coming back? I'm not losing. This is like losing a dollar. I'm gonna leave, put it in my car and where I know where it is, and I'll be back through here tomorrow, the next day, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna use my credit. I don't know about anybody else, but it makes no sense to me." Now, they said, I did a little research, and they said that the Federal Reserve was closed for a while during the pandemic. So did they print dollars? Did they not just didn't do coins? Uh, why are there no dollar shortage, uh, $5 bill shortage? Why is it only coins? And, yes, money is dirty. I agree that money is dirty. So are Coins are dirty, $1 bills are dirty, $5 bills are dirty. Them slips of paper going to be dirty that they give you to keep and lay in your car and take it back whenever you remember. So it, that doesn't add up for me. It, it, it just don't add up. So what is the real reason? There's probably nothing that we 
can do anything about it because the Bible speaks of to come, and that is the new world order. It's coming because the Bible says it's coming. However, is there anything that we can do as uh, citizens that we can avoid some of it? I don't know, but first we have to be aware. So I'm just saying that we should be more aware, at least know or try to know or be on the lookout of what is the government has in store for us because it's a plan. They're not just haphazardly doing things. They are doing it in order. That's why it's called the New World Order. Are we headed for a moneyless society? Of course we are. Don't know when, don't know how soon, but we are definitely headed for that and have been for some time. I did some research, and the number one uh, country that's in uh, that's close to being a moneyless society, there's three. China coming in first. There's China, Sweden, and the United Kingdom. They are almost there. So we know that it's coming. Now, who? how's it going to help the government? Okay, well, we know that it's going to be hard to do tax evasion, won't it? You you ain't gonna have to go to no no you're not gonna have to go to have no tax person. The government's gonna be your tax person because at twelve midnight when they close down and they run them tapes of your spending and your income and everything else, you're just gonna get a, a, a they're gonna just done you or take your money out of whatever you have. Ain't gonna be no more. I don't have money to pay. Ain't gonna be none of that. It's going to be full control. Is it, how is it going to help us? I, you know, I guess maybe you can't get robbed for your cash, but I see that, you know, people are made to go to the bank and use a debit card. So I don't know how it's going to help us. I don't believe it's going to help the low income or us that have bad credit because there are some things that's got to be put in place before we can get to that. We, they're gonna. Ha- we, everybody's gonna have to pro, uh, pro, be in possession of electronic means, record money, and spending uh, transactions. We gotta be willing to give up your right to financial privileges, which we have at this moment. How are they gonna get around it? I'm sure they're working on it. If they are, don't already have it worked out. And as uh, Ms. Patterson says, she's not saying that what she knows for a fact or what they are doing for a fact. She's just saying there's something going on. We should take a look, look more at the government than we ever have. I've always, because I work with the government and I, some things I do know. So I always look at and trying to see uh, what they're up to. But it is going to well, affect low income, and can I, can it's going to affect the low income. Go ahead. I, it reminded me what you said. Um, remember when we just used to get our paychecks handed to us on payday? There wasn't any such thing as direct deposit when I started working, and I I avoided that uh, direct deposit option like the plague for many years. I didn't want direct deposit. I I chose to take my 
paycheck to the bank and deposit it myself. And I remember resisting to buying CDs, uh, you know, the music CDs, because I had a collection of record albums like you'd never seen. And I'm like, I'm not buying those things. No way. And eventually, eventually, you couldn't buy an album any longer. The CD took over. And eventually, you didn't have much choice to uh, not get your paycheck direct deposited into the bank because in many places, I work for the government as well, it became required. Uh, I'm not sure the post office requires it, but um, it, it was. it's a very similar thing about when we pay our bills online or when we use our telephone to make a bill payment from our bank. It's really right. the same thing. It's exactly the same thing what we're doing. And I don't know that we're going to have a whole lot of choice. It probably is just going to happen. Uh, I agree. Let me say this, and I'm going to take you all way back. Everyone remembers Nation's Bank. It started back then. You remember, if you if you roll back your, 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 your memory, remember, memory database, it started back then. Remember when they first came out with the debit card? Many people couldn't afford to get a debit card. So I'm going to say right. this. When you said it's not going to help the low income, let me tell you what God says. The word says the poor will be among you always. They're going to have right. to make a way for it. They ain't going to be able to not do it because God ain't going to let them not do it. Because if you make make a way for the birds and the fowls of this land, he'll do it for the poor too. Because that is who he is after most of the time, I mean, the wealthy, I mean, I'm saying he's after all people, but I'm just saying the poor, he's going to look out for the poor. That's just point blank period. So let me tell you how I know God is looking out for the poor. Because it started out where people, if you didn't have a good bank account, if you didn't have Nations Bank, or I forgot who, who Chase was before it became Chase, but if you didn't have those bank accounts, you didn't have a debit card. You didn't. But guess what? Everybody got one now. The poor even got it. They found a way. Let me tell you, they're going to take care of the poor. I believe what the whole situation is, is the government is losing a lot of money with the health care system and all of that. I'm just saying we've got to figure out a way to start eating health. It's not just that. It's a whole gamut of things. But these are all things for us to brainstorm about. And like you said, Firecracker, you are right. I'm only opening the ideology of things. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying anybody's wrong. I'm not saying anybody's right. All I'm saying is that let's pay attention because warning comes before destruction. This has been going on for so long, and they keep us so distracted with all this foolishness that's going on around us till we can't see right in front of us. Let's stop chasing the smoke. Stop chasing smoke and look at what's real. It's right here in front of us. I don't have the answers. I don't know what we're going to do. All I know, well, I do know what we're going to do. We're going to trust God. I know I am. I don't have no choice. Because, I mean, if I'm looking at men, I might as well just go on somewhere and sit down. Because I'm confused. I, I'm confused. I don't know. Some, I, I'm, I'm so confused now. So I have to look at God. I can't look at men. i got to look at the word of God. And that's all I'm right. saying. And thank you. Firecracker for uh, clarifying that for me because you're right. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not. By no means. All I am saying is the word of God is right. And those that don't like that, you go take that up with God. And the rest of his disciples, including Apostle Paul, I'm just saying I'm going to stick with them. 
because they've been pretty much on point. Well, and and let me rephrase when I say it is not by their design. They don't take into consideration of the low income and um, people that don't have a lot of money. They don't even uh-huh. consider us when they are doing things. And yes, God always turns, he says that everything worketh for the good of those who love the Lord. So let me clarify myself. But from the government points of view, they don't care how it affects uh, the poor. And I'm well, kind of well, like um, the commentator said, you know, the underworld, they deal in, in cash and or in whatever, so because they don't want, they don't want to be trapped. They don't. So I, I, I'm curious to see. They would want to have the money and and control. So I'm con, I'm curious to see how it would affect them. And then the rich, no they have a universal um, electric credit, bitcoins, and all kinds of stuff. So. And they are pretty much the ones that set the standards for as spending. So, is this coming from them, or I, 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 I'm just curious to kind of see how it's headed. Like you, I'm, oh. I'm curious there as well. But I, can I say something real quick? One time, I owed my job some money, and, and I work for the government, so I had been overpaid, according to them. Uh, they felt I had been overpaid, and I owed them about two thousand dollars. And and, and uh, when I filed my income tax return, guess what? They, they took, took it. it. They took it. Mm. So they don't want to wait for you to mail your check, and everybody's got it. You know, I have a feeling that this will have something to do with exactly what you said. It's going to be a way of taxing. They'll do yeah. you and hey, pay, pay now. Uh, uh, no, that's okay. We've taken it. For you, <laughs> you know, you don't have to worry about making that payment. We've taken it right. from you. Yeah, it's called, so that goes, it's, called, it's called control. They're gonna have controlling exactly. interest. They're gonna have control, and we might as well figure out how to learn how to deal with their control. That's all I'm trying to say. People, okay, well, like, like he's, he's he's upset about people not wearing the mask. Hold on, don't worry. They gonna get to it. Don't worry. They see just what he sees. They're saying, like I said, they've taken the H-E and put the T and the Y and put they instead of going on his word. He. He moves on. But at the end of the day, fly guy, don't stress yourself out over that. Don't stress yourself out over these these, these coupons we get now. Just make sure you go back. And, and then you know what? The thing about these coupons, I want to know, can I take my 82 cents to go spend it at McDonald's? Or do I have to go back to Quick Trip? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Quick I, I, I go back to Quick Trip. It says I got Dorothy. I, I really, uh, you know, I really liked a lot of the things he said, and I understood exactly where he was coming from. So, Fly Guy, I, I, I got you back now. All right. Well, Fly Guy, you got a fan in Holly Star. You got my commentator on your side. And you got...
come put the TNT in all of this, Mr. Dynamite, Chris, 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 Chris. Come on with it. Yes, ma'am. I've been listening, and God bless you, uh, uh, Coach. And, yeah, we we going to talk uh, after the show. <clears throat> anyway, um, mm, <laughs> uh, no, I was listening to what's going on and seeing what's going on. And as you read the word of God, you see that everything that is being spoke of tonight is being played out. We got to read our word. This is what I'm saying. A lot of the stuff that we're getting stressed out about, mad about, being upset about, all of this has been foretold already. The word already describes everything that's being laid out. Look, for instance, the barcodes, the chips, the the, the new uh, debit cards with the chip IDs in it now, the internet, uh, the cashless society, the new world order. All of this stuff is being played out now. The government is falling. Look who's president. Do I, do I need to give you more clues? All I'm saying is, family, that as a believer, we shouldn't be stressing about what's to come because we should already know what's to come. Now, listen, am I, say, am I saying go spend all your money and, and be senseless and stuff like that? No, be smart. But you have, you have to understand that change, paper, paper money, all that stuff is about to be depleted. I I I rather I rather them track me on my debit card than for me to take the mark of the beast any day of the week. Let me say why. Because I rather yeah. them track me, I rather them track me down. Okay, I'm in church. Oh, he's at the radio again talking about this God stuff. Great. I know I'm glad you're tracking me and I know you're hearing me. And and as long as we stay on the air, we're gonna keep it real. But all I'm saying is, family, we got to stop stressing over the little stuff. I understand generations change. I remember when food stamps, we had the little, those little fake, fake money food stamps. Now it's on a card. You know, see, it, all this stuff that's been happening right before our eyes, and we didn't even see it coming. Just like with COVID, now all the Christian community tripping, and we didn't see it coming. This is a sign for us to get closer to God. God, If God can take care of the sparrows and they can't talk, he can take care of his people. This is all I'm trying to say. I'm not sitting here just throwing a bunch of words. Read your word. It's in Revelations. Read it. I know it's a little complicated and stuff like that, but get a message Bible. Get an English standard Bible. It'll tell you in plain English what's going on right now. We're we're knocking on Revelation's door right now. We're entering into a shift in this whole world system. We're seeing the government is going broke. They're giving everybody all this stimulus money. They're panicking. The rich is starting to get poorer, and the poorer are getting poorer. You know, everything's just going straight bananas. But it's already been foretold. So as believers, we need to stay 
calm in the fact that God's got us. It may not look good every day. It may, we may not be able to eat steak and potatoes every day, but as long as you can get up and open your cupboard and you can get some grits and put it on the stove and make you some grits every day, you got a meal. I'm just saying. We got to be thankful for the little things that we have. Yes, we got spoiled with the naming and claiming stuff. We got spoiled with all this lay my $1,000 seed to the altar and God's going to bless me. All this stuff that we've been talking about, and now we're at the season that we need to prepare for his coming. We straight tripping now. We, we getting mad at each other over our viewpoints and all this stuff. It's got nothing to do with us, family. God is cleaning house, and it's got to happen. Revelations have got to go forth so God can come back, destroy the nonsense on this earth, so we can come back to a new heaven and a new earth. I'd rather not be here than dealing with all the nonsense I'm dealing with now and be in glory and come back come back to this earth recreated and redone for his glory. And all I got to do is worship God all day long and not be stressed out and in pain and all this stuff. Great. I'd rather do that. But all I'm trying to say is this, family. Fly guy, I hear you. I, I hear you. Firecracker, I hear you. Coach, I hear you. We got to listen. Uh, and and I, I'm sorry, I can't forget the commentator herself. Uh, Miss Holly, I can I hear you also, but we have to understand we are going into a cashless society, and the market of beast is going to be a standard. The chips on the card and all that stuff is just the beginning. When they start talking about you have to get a chip on your forehead or on, or on your right hand or your left hand, we need to be worried then and understand at that point. We need to all prepare, get get all a, get a big little cupboard or food bank or whatever we got to get and really come together as men and women of God because we're not going to be able to get nothing, buy nothing, or sell nothing until we sell out and worship 666, which is the Antichrist. So we got to understand that all of this is preparation for us. We got too spoiled. Third world countries go through way more than we do. And we crying over little stuff about masks. Come on, look, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be disrespectful by no means, but third world Christians go harder than we do in America. And they and they are thankful for the little that they have and they give God all the praise and we can't give God praise because we gotta get change we can't get change back. No disrespect, but come on. It was in the word. All the coach is saying is, y'all need to wake up and listen. Look at the word of God for yourself. Revelations is here. It's coming. The new world order is going to come very soon. Cashless society is almost here. So family, stop tripping and prepare for what God has for us in this time and be ready to be with the king. That's all I'm going to say about that. I one more call on the line, Coach, because I'm taking all the time up. So I'm going to be quiet. So, Coach, back to you. 
Now, you hear what, now, now that's, that's all I'm saying is prepare, 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 prepare. Hey, uh, Chris, can you bring that caller on, please? Because I know they got something to say. I, I want to hear what they got to say because that was good, and thank you. Thank you so much, TNT. Now, that's Mr. TNT, Mr. Dynamite. He's going to have to get him a uh, explosion or something. I don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to have to give him a sound, too. Like five traffic, you got yours, he needs one. Because he brings the TNT. He puts the whole <laughs> know he had something for himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now what uh uh dynamite is is the uh is the next call on the line? Yes, coach, the next caller is on the line, twenty nine ninety one. You're on the air with Dorothy Patterson and Reality Coach. God bless you. Blessings and God bless you all as well. Woo, y'all got a heavy topic today. It is indeed, my sister. It is indeed. How are you all this lovely evening? Oh, we are wonderful. But you need to, you need to message me when we get off this line because I, I don't have your numbers. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Come on. It's all listening Chris. in. Listening Come in. On. Chris and I, we, we, this is something him and I have talked about for so long. You know, listening to the prosperity message, listening to the God loves everybody message, has stopped preparing people for God's coming back, and he's got a wrath message. And society is is definitely throwing in the mix. And we got folks who are trying to hoard wealth, trying to hoard money. Well, one day money ain't going to be nothing. Food is God's original currency. He didn't give men money. He gave them fruit. He gave them vegetables. He gave meat. And that's what people are needing, not just in their belly, but in their word. Revelation. Mm-hmm. We get into that, folks, and changing up the Bible. Yes, their the languages change in the English language. It can be complex, but it can also be simple. But I've had people say, "Hey, minister, um, um, let's pray for world peace." I said, "I can't do that." They said, well, "Why not?" I say, "Because there will be none until Christ comes again and things are rearranged." I cannot pray revelations away. I can pray for peace for God's people. I can pray that God's people will be protected. But as far as the world goes, God said what God said, and nobody's prayers are going to change that. When Pastor Newton was talking about food stamps, I remember when you had the brown $1 food stamp, you was a little ashamed to go in the store because somebody might see you with your food stamp dollar. Well, one day, <laughs> folks are going to want that again. And God's word will not return void. And we, the children of God, have got to listen to our father. Now, how upset do we get when our children don't listen to us? Oh, we want to get him, but we don't want our father to get all that same way with us when we don't listen to him, and it's plain and clear. We can't say, I didn't hear you. All you got to do is open up your word, and you can hear it over and over and over again. Men and women of God have got to operate as men and women of God. We must be peculiar. And I thank God for my brothers in Christ that host this show. I thank God for my sisters in Christ who come on here and do exactly what God has said to do, to give the truth, to be the truth, so God will get the glory. Mm. Well, now, 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 so I'm going to quit saying run me my coins. I'm just going to say run me my paper. I ain't going to worry about my coins. Yeah. I'm just going to take my little paper and go on back to quick and, and do what I got to do. So I, let me start preparing myself for
I mean, I was just bored about me not getting my, my, my rattling chain instead of giving me this piece of paper. But like you said, we may as well prepare. I need to start figuring out how I'm going to keep it. So I need to go get me a neat desk or whatever I need to do because I'm going to keep up with my money. Because guess what, you guys? If you don't keep up with that piece of paper, where do you think your 82 cents going to go? Huh. Oh, look at the coins. The coins right now. In Michigan, a coin is worth a dollar. If you buy something that's $3.99 and that tax come in, they will give you that extra dollar because they don't have a change. So if you got quarters, nickels, and dimes, save them, family. Save your change. Don't use it at the store because if you do, it's going to be you're missing out on a gold mine. You know what? Yeah. Now, Mr. Michigan, you own something. It's like the Holy Spirit said they're going to pay you. Hold on to your change because they're going to pay you for your change. Yes. So, yes. wow. Y'all, I'm going to be stacking up the shortage. Think about you it. Not the change shortage. for change. I'm going to fa- I'm, I'm, I'm fight you over a penny now. Y'all better. I'm going to fight mm-hmm. you over some power. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I know we only got a bit of time. I know we only got a little bit of time, but I really got to say this. If, if you're an investor or you're looking for ways to make your money make you money, start investing in any form of metal, copper, steel, aluminum, gold, platinum, whatever, because that paper is going to be by the wayside and folks going to be looking for that metal. That's it. Wow. He's done, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do y'all see listening to PTV Radio, the Thomas Network? You got some people on here who God is really speaking through and giving you the tools that you need to prepare for the end time. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, PTV Radio Network, for putting people together and giving these people the voice that God is giving them to put these out of the people all of it. Yes. Yes. See, if it's metal, it works. And I don't know if he ever told you, but Pastor Newton, he's the lighthouse. I've, I've been, the Lord told me that about him a long time on the shores of life. When sin come crashing in like a hurricane, we need a lighthouse, and TPV is that lighthouse. Well, I'm so glad. He, well, you know, I you know what, um, uh, Mr. Michigan, Lance Michigan, I thank you, right, because, see, he didn't give me a choice, and I was debating with God about what I wasn't going to do, and when the light spoke to me, I didn't argue. I, it's like I couldn't even argue with him. I was mad that I couldn't argue. So I had to get off the phone and go argue with him in the mirror. You see, now go ahead and be a ship in a, in, in a storm, you see, and the lighthouse is showing you the way in and you argue with the lighthouse. Go ahead and crash your hole upon them rocks. I bet you see. Well, that's why, you that's better find the lighthouse. I went on in the mirror. I went on in the mirror. You I, didn't I, didn't on, I didn't say nothing else. I was like, oh, okay then. But and anyway, sister, you're a bulb. What you say now? You're a bulb. You are a bulb. Uh-huh. You know, lighthouses need bulbs to light the way. They got different kinds. Oh. Oh, yeah, fog okay. light, storm light. Oh, right yeah. You. I'll take my right Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> God so bless you all. 
you to be a part of God's movement. I am so glad. God, I've been saying for a long time, Mr. Michigan, and, and TPV and everybody that knows me and watches me, I've been saying for about four years now, God is up to something big. God is up to something big. I'm so glad that he's used this network. That's a whole new meaning for the word black light, isn't it? What did you say, Holly? I said that's a whole new wonderful meaning for the word black light. You are a light, Dorothy. And uh, anyway, I'm sorry if I... That is being said with loving kindness in my heart. A whole new meaning for the word black light. I get it. <laughs> oh, wow. Girl, well, look, well, don't, you talking about me being black light and you love me? Oh, girl, keep talking. Don't worry about nobody else. Ain't nobody else got nothing else to say. Keep on. Fill me up. Fill me. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I would like to. I would like. Can I read my, my two lines of scripture before Aww. we go tonight? Absolutely. You had talked earlier about, we were talking about poor people, about the impoverished. And in Proverbs 17, it says, verse 4, A wicked man listens to evil lips. A liar pays attention to a malicious tongue. He who mocks the poor shows contempt for their maker. Whoever gloats over disaster will not go unpunished. And that's mm. Proverbs 17, 4, and 5. Oh, thank you so much. What was that again? Proverbs what? Proverbs 17. I read from uh, 4 and 5. Proverbs 17, verse 4 and 5. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Holly. Thank you so much for getting that verse for us. And look, Chris is telling me, Coach, you got four minutes. He done put it all on all on the page. Okay, Chris, I see you. I see you. That dynamite, I tell you. Well, let me say thank you to you, Holly Starr, uh, Firecracker, Dynamite, Mr. Lance in Michigan. We're going to make you a sound like the ocean waves so you come rolling in on your boat. And when you roll in, you knock us all <laughs> up against the lighthouse. We got to get you something going on, too. I thank you all. And, and, and I, for, God can't be. I can't be more excited about what God is doing. And, you know, I, I'm supposed to be at a meeting right now, but the Holy Spirit said, you sit still. I got it. I got it. So, y'all, I, I just pray for me because God is opening up so many doors, and I don't even know which way to go, but I'm just going. So, y'all pray that I keep following the voice of the Lord, and, and, and he keeps doing great, wonderful things for all of us, especially us people that I'm not poor. My father owns the house and land in Haggai 2 and 8. He said the silver and gold is his. And since I'm his child, I'm not poor. I'm rich. <laughs> they can't do nothing to me. I'm sorry. I'm all right. But you guys, like I said, thank you. Let me shout out to some of my viewers. Thank you guys for tuning in. Tammy, Joe, Pamela, uh, my niece, Quenisha, Cindy, Therese, Early, Willa, Darlene, uh, Barbara, Chantrell, Carol, Seth, Roslyn. I mean, thank you all. And I'm sorry if you ever want to call in. Don't. I'll make sure I keep putting that number in the beginning of the show so you can call in. Because I know y'all got some good advice. Thank you all. God bless you. Keep you. And hey, let's continue to see the beauty within this beast. Because guess what? God, God is in His hands. Either remember, either you gonna know that He got you. Or he gonna come get you. You all right either way. 
God got you, or he going to come get you. You all right either way. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach. Much love, much respect. To God be the glory. Thank you all for tuning in. Until next week, stay tuned. Hey, keep your piggy banks. Don't crack them open yet. Save your coins. Get you some coins, some chains, rocks, metal, wood, steel, copper, whatever you can get. You heard it here first from on the TPB Radio Network. Bye, y'all. Central Texas. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.